welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devatara called Parshas Toldois, Optimizing the Cards. Shalom to everyone. This week's Parsha, Parshas Toldos, we know that Rivka had twins, Esav and Yankiv, and something that really bothered her was the fact that as the Pasuk says, And the children clashed within her. And Rashi over there says that every time she passed the entrance to the house, to, to, to a Dika house, like a, a base Midrash, Yaakov struggled to, to exit. And whenever she passed the entrance to the house of Avodah Zohar, idol worship, Esav struggled to exit. This Midrash that Rashi is quoting is Lichoira seems to imply that that both Esav and Yaakov was already, they were already fixed and predetermined in their level of righteousness, where Yaakov was a tzaddik and Esav was a rasha. However, this principle that they were, it's already predetermined as they're in her womb, that that goes against the most basic foundation of Yiddishkeit, which is the pr- the principle of free will. So how how do these two work together? As well, we can ask a similar question. In the Rambam, in the beginning of Hilchas Deus, he explains that everyone has a different nature and they're born with this, a certain nature, a certain midos. For instance, he writes that some people are by nature cruel and other merciful. So you see, there's many things that are predetermined. On the other hand, the Rambam in the fifth chapter of Hilchas Tshuva specifically says that a person's nature does not cause him to be righteous or evil, merciful or cruel, etc. The the choice is totally based on him and is in in his own hands. So we have in front of us what seems to be a head-on collision contradiction within the Rambam. So is everything predetermined or no? It's a free choice for me to be a tzaddik or a rasha. As well, how do we make sense of the Midrash that seems to scream out that Yaakov was a tzaddik already from the, when he was in the womb of, of his mother Rivka and Esau was a rasha? What's going on? How do we make sense of everything? Because it's very important for us to know how, how is it predetermined if all these attributes are not, or is it free will? So what seems to be the evident answer is that it's true. Of course, there's all these spiritual forces in the world, as the Gemaras talk about it at length, when a person is born and is conceived, that they affect who he is. There's even a Midrash that says that angels say, this tipa, this chop is going to be smart, or it's going to be poor or rich. There's many, many factors that are affecting us, and they're going to determine how, what kind of traits aren't going to be inherited for him. However, that has nothing to do with the fact that we will always have the realm of freedom of choice. The Gemara says that some people have the tendency to like to work with blood, but that doesn't determine what we're going to do with blood. You can do mitzvahs with blood, such as being a shoichet and a moihel. On the other hand, you can do an avera with blood. You can be 
uh, a murderer. And everything goes like that. It's only a matter of channeling our characteristics that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us, and also the environment affects us, which is also HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's other ways that Hashem is hiding within our environments, and that's affecting us. But we have to, the name of the game is to know how to utilize all these attributes, these characteristics that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving us for our Avodah Hashem. And that's why it is so important that we understand ourselves and our families and our kids to know what is right for them and how we should bring them up. Everyone has to be have the ability to delve into his own personality and understand his natural tendencies that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him in order to use those and channel them if a person has the koichos to be on his own in his own four amos and just sit and steig away and learn, he's doing an amazing thing for the world. But if a person is more on the active side, then he, maybe he should do a lot more chesed. Maybe he should affect other people. Maybe he should teach other people. Everyone has to use whatever traits like the Shabbu gave him to do Avodah Hashem. And everyone has in that realm, the freedom of choice. Mele, if we've answered all our questions, and we understand why, even though Esav and Yankiv, it seems to imply that they already had predetermined characteristics about them, but that doesn't mean to say that they're a tzaddik, a righteous person, or a wicked person. The fact that Yaakov Avinu wander quickly go out to to the base Midrash every time they pass the Makum Torah, that's because he had special spiritual powers, koichis, within him. How he was going to use them, that was up to him to be determined. He could have used them, chas v'shalom, in the wrong way. He could have used them, and he, he did at the end, in the right way. And even with Esav, the fact that he, had, he wanted to come out of the womb when they passed a place of Avodah of idol worshipping, that's because he had the physical powers of destroying that place. And he could have done that. He had... He had a Kesha, he had some connection to that place, but it could have been to be part of it, or, like he eventually decided to do, and he made a choice in his free will to go to the evil side, but he had the opportunity to to fight it off. And in, indeed, Chazal tell us that Esav and Yaakov ideally represented what could have been a partnership necessary to bring the world to perfection where Yaakov is in charge of the spiritual the spiritual aspects of the world and Esav of the physical. But what they could have done is join forces in order to ensure that the, that the whole world would be Torah-driven, spiritually driven. Just like, you, just like we know, Klal Yisrael would really need both. Also the tribe of Yehuda, from which the kings came, and whose role was to master the world and conquer the forces of evil, and, of course, were dependent on the tribe of Levi, from which the Kohanim come, the Kohen Agadol came, and whose role was to, to provide spiritual guidance for, for, for Am Yisrael and inspiration. That is what, ideally, should have been Yaakov and Esav. They had the opportunity to work together and bring Olam Azen, Olam everything into perfection. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. But what did happen later on, and we saw that combination was an incredible combination.
the descendants of Yaakov and Esav, as the Gemara explains, I think it's the Gemara in Avoid the Zohar, was Antoninus, who was the might of Rome, and he was, he was able to conquer the physical world, and he was best friends with Rebbe, which represented the, the, the spiritual powers, and together they were able to do unbelievable things, and that's, that would have been the ideal. With this idea, we can also bring home and explain why Yaakov Avinu, sorry, why Yitzchak, wanted to give his son Esav, not Yaakov, all the blessings. And not only did he want to give him the blessings, he gave him blessings that Lichoira, they represented physical things. Why is that? And we can also understand what Yitzchak was thinking. Didn't he realize that Yaakov was the more spiritual person? Should, wasn't he the better person? Shouldn't he, he shouldn't have shouldn't he have given him the, the blessings willingly? I mean we all know he ended up giving him the blessings, but what happened here? And the answer is only Rivka with her background, she came from a background of wicked people, she realized what's going on. Asaph was pretending to play the role he really should have, which is to conquer with his might the forces of evil. But instead, he didn't do that. He just pretended to be that. And he asked all kinds of questions. He asked his father, Oh, how do we do this halacha? And how do we do this halacha? But Yitzchak really thought that the reason he's not speaking in a way that shows his living with Hashem all the time is because he's always he's busy in fighting the forces of evil. And the person that's always going to war, like the kings used to, he can't always talk in, in the proper way of Bo Hashem, Oh, and Hashem helped me. So Yitzchak realized that that's what Esav represents, but he thought they would be a good team, and therefore he, him together with his brother Yaakov, but in, he didn't realize that Esav was using his freedom of choice the wrong way. Only Rivka realized that, and one, that's why she orchestrated everything, that Yaakov will get the blessings, and that's why the blessings were about physicality, because Yitzchak's intention was to give the the, the powers of physicality to the koichos of the physical world to Esav to help Yaakov and and work together. Yitzchak really thought that Esav was utilizing his unique traits for good. And that's why, by the way, when Yitzchak says, Hakol kol Yaakov, when ya- Hakol kol Yaakov, by Adam Yadei Esav, he said, the voice is of Yaakov. When Yaakov came up to him and said, here, I'm here, I got you food, please bless me. He said, Akol Kol Yaakov, Rashi explains over there, it's not that he recognized his voice, because the whole time, he didn't recognize his voice. He really thought it was Esav. The only time he started asking, whoa, 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 it sounds like it's Yaakov, that's because he heard the way Yaakov was speaking. He said, oh, look, this is the food Hashem gave me. Every, every second word was Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He says, whoa, whoa, Esav doesn't speak like that. Let me, f- let me feel your hands. Let me make sure this is Esav. But that didn't bother Yitzchak because he realized Esav had a potential for a different role. And at the end, only Rivka realized that Yaakov is doing both of these roles and that's why it's only fit that he will get these blessings because Esav decided to make the wrong choice. At the end of the day, we've answered all our questions because just because a person has an inclination to a certain trait, even if it's anger, also anger is used in a positive way. And the person has the freedom of choice of how to use his anger. Everyone has to know and realize where he's holding, what traits Hashem gave him, and hence what his tikkun is in this world.
Yiratzon that we'll be able to take this idea with us and try to perfect ourselves and our children and ensure we give them the right path and the right tools to do whatever tikkun is correct for them in this world. Have a good job. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, PrismaofTorah.com. This podcast was produced for free by Eddie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leibas, Yana, Yakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai, Yisak Isaac, Ben Moshe.